Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and I've been speaking to Kevin Roy, the co-founder of Green Banana SEO, a pay-for-performance SEO and digital marketing agency. On today's episode, we're going to dive into the depths of Google Analytics and digital accountability. So let's talk about, so you guys obviously with the pay-for-performance, you guys have to have a, a great understanding of Google Analytics, right? I mean, when it comes to that, because you guys are, performance is going to be a, a big indicator. There's a lot of tools out there. I think Google Analytics being the one that I think most people know about. And so I wanted to talk about like the digital accountability and Google Analytics and kind of talk about like how people can use Google Analytics to make a more informed decision. Like how do you guys do it for your clients? And I just want to kind of get a little more information on that as well. That's so, uh, that's one of my favorite tools of all time is, is GA. And I know it's, it's, it's really complex, um, but the, the 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 base and the top line of it is is not super hard to understand. I think um, inside of Google, there's um, traffic all channels, right? And that right there tells you how everybody is getting to your website. So the first thing that we look at when we when we onboard a client is how are people coming into your website, and are they doing what you want them to do? Uh, and that is like, you know, phone calls, form fills, white paper downloads, um, you know, online purchases. If those aren't hooked up into Google Analytics, which isn't really that much effort. Um, if you can't do it, you can have a web person help you do it. If it takes them longer than an hour, they don't know what they're doing, right? So it's not yeah. a, a super hard thing to do. Um, but that tells you, you know, Hey, I'm running a Facebook campaign or an Instagram campaign or an AdWords campaign. And, you know, organically, my site brings in conversions of 20%, but my AdWords campaign brings in a 1%. Well, if your site's converting at a certain percentage rate, then something's screwed up about your AdWords campaign. For sure. Um, or it's so what I love about that tool is number one, it keeps you accountable. So no matter what anybody, is going to tell you and everybody has their own um not everybody but a lot of people have their own analytics that they you know they'll either reskin ga or take their own site analytics but google analytics is like the the great equalizer so if you're doing great in ga it's very hard to refute that if you're doing terrible in ga it's very hard to refute that so you know, it's definitely a place to start, right? Like it's like last time I checked, the traffic's coming usually from Google and this is a Google tool. So they're, they're in the business to make sure it's good. And it tells you if like your Facebook campaign is working, you can, you can actually hook all your, you know, and AdWords, you can dovetail that entire thing in. So you don't even have to look in someone's Google ad console. You can, you can just push it into Google analytics and see what keywords are converting. If the campaign's set up properly, um, you know, uh, I can't tell you how many people that, you know, will look at um, someone else's website and they're a local company and they've got, you know, 10% of their clicks are six states away in AdWords. <laughs> so that means that they're, they're inefficiently running their campaign and you can see that in Google analytics. Yeah, you cool can't, tool. yeah, you can't go wrong with it. I mean, and there, once again, it can be, you can go real de- far down the rabbit's hole, but the, right. the idea of it is, is like, it's, you know, once again, it has some basic information or, that you can either dig deeper if you want to, or you have the surface stuff of, you know, of things you can look at and go, okay, now this makes sense. You don't have to be, you know, a data scientist to be able to go in there. I mean, that's the goal of it, right? It's like, where is my stuff coming from? And they make it easy to do that. Once again, you can absolutely yeah. go down the rabbit hole, but I think that's easy. So what would you recommend for, um, you know, because obviously 
with that, with the amount of data that they're collecting and stuff like that, what do you, what would you recommend being, uh, if I was a marketer, what are the, the two things that you would focus on when it comes to Google Analytics? The number one thing is, so you identify your KPI, your key performance index, like form fill, phone call, purchase, white paper download. You, 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 you add that as a goal in Google Analytics. So Google Analytics is a ton of data about who's coming where, what device they're using, what location they're coming for, like what, you know, what, what time of day it is, their gender, um, the publications they like and they don't like, the specific mobile phone that they're on, the keyword that they clicked, and all that stuff is really overwhelming and doesn't make any sense. But if you put, if you tie it to a conversion, it almost like it beautifully comes together and starts to make sense. You're like, oh, we're running this campaign right now. Um, and my client is spending all their money on sports radio targeting men. But I look here and only women are buying. Maybe I should shift my ads to the, a different audience, right? And you can see in analytics and with goals. But if you didn't have that conversion set up, you would just see, well, there's a ton of men going to the website, right? And you and, think you were winning. Yeah. And some people are buying, but you know, it's, it's, or I'm running this national campaign and for some reason, California has a 18% conversion rate and Michigan has a 4% conversion rate. No dig on Michigan or California. I'm just making it up. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If, then you're like, well, I only have this much budget. Why would I run it? in the state that's not converting. I'm just going to push it into California until people in California are stopped by. Right. So though, you know, you can see all that stuff in GA when you put in the goal. So that's the number one, like number one, two, three, four, and five thing that I would do. Okay. And then go into all traffic channels and then you can see what medium they're coming from and you can click into each one of those. Gotcha. And that's when talking about whether it's referral traffic or organic right. traffic or anything, and then go into social and see if it's Facebook or Instagram or right. TikTok or wherever you're connected in it. Right. I, I was, uh, I was on with a uh, automotive client and they, and they said, you know, Hey, we're spending all this money on this, you know, automotive channel. Is it working? And I was like, no, in analytics, they have a 1% conversion rate, but this publication is hitting the cover off the ball. And they're like, oh, we didn't even think that mattered. And I'm like, well, if I were you, I'd, I'd take your money out of that one and put it in that one. Right? And that's the value of it, right? I mean, that's the thing is like, how do you know if something's working or not working if you don't have it conversion-based, if you don't know what the deal is? Because we all in our minds, even as marketers, if you're doing this for 30 years, you have an idea of what you think is gonna right. work. But who cares if, if, you know, and that's the whole point of the software is so that somebody else can tell you, hey, that is working or no, it's not working, right? right. And what do we need to do to change that? Otherwise, it's just like educated guesses. So if you look on someone's, if you look at analytics without conversion tracking, you could say, well, there's a lot of people from this state coming and they're spending a lot of time on the site. That, that's a good indicator. The bounce rate's low. Those are good indicators. But what if everybody from another state was spending half the time on the site, but converting at double the percent, right? So it's, you're, you're really just guessing until you get that hooked up. Yeah. And I think that's the key because it's, you need the data, right? We all have ideas and I can, we could talk and have a two hour meeting and I could tell you what my expertise is. And I think it's going to be this, but at the end of the day, I mean, that's what I tell people with, with SEO is like, people will go, well, you know, I think these are, these are the, the keywords we want to go after. And I'm like, yeah, but there's no search volume. They go, yeah, but we, that's what we think people are looking up. And I go, I can tell you they're not. 
Like, it's yep. like, why go after something? Like, it doesn't really, you know, like that's the thing is us as owners, we think, oh, this is what we think it is, right? We have certain terms we use and this is what was people looking up. But I'm like, I don't care about any of that. I just care what people are looking up. Right. I just care about what is converting, right? Not what we think is going to. Once again, don't want to spend too much time on it. But it, the idea is, is like, you're going to have your opinion. I have my opinion. You hired me as the, as the expert. Let's throw it in and see what comes out of this thing, right? Let's go ahead and take a look at the analytics and so it's going to come and tell us whether this is going well or it's not going well. And how do we tweak the campaign or how do we put more money towards the campaign? Exactly. Yeah. I love that. So what advice would you have for like businesses that are looking to hire an agency to handle their SEO? Cause that's, as I told you earlier, most of the, the agencies that come to us, brands that come to us have, you know, had some kind of, they're bruised up a little bit from their last SEO company. And so what do you, what advice do you have for businesses that are looking to, to hire those, to hire an agency for SEO? Well, I say, if you're, if you're going to hire an agency for SEO, um, you want to you want to ask them what's important to them, and I think if they, in my opinion, right? I know SEOs all do it differently, but the most important thing is finding the keyword phrases that are most important to generating business to the clients and getting those ranked. Right. So, I I, I got a report from a big insurance agency in New England, and they said we want to leave our SEO agency. Because, because we got this report and the report looked awful, like red lines and bad graphs and flags. And when I looked at it, I was like, yeah, this is a scary report. But I just Googled every single insurance related keyword that I could possibly think of. I did a competitive analysis, sucked your competitors' keywords, put them up against yours and your ranking top three for every single keyword that matters. So if you want to leave your SEO agency for us because you're not happy with the relationship you have with them, sure. They're doing a great job, and this this chart doesn't mean anything. Yeah, right. So, which is like, you know, as an agency, why would you send somebody something that's going to scare them? They don't know what it is, it anyways. Because it works. It made them want to leave their their. Oh, their agency, I got you. Right? Got you. It made got them want to leave their current agency and go to us, even though they didn't know who we are. So, so I mean, if you like, if you look at your website, if you look at my website, if you look at Google or you look at Target or just name a website, there's going to be weird, sketchy links from Middle East on the website. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people get nervous about that. But Google understands that, that if you have a website and you're on the Internet, if you're walking through the woods, you're going to get a, a tick or a mosquito that sticks to you. It just happens. And Google knows that you're not doing it deliberately. I didn't put any of the weird links on my site. Um, you probably didn't, you didn't put them on yours. Google didn't put them on theirs. It just happens. So I, I think back to your question, what I would ask is the SEO agency is what are you going to do to get us ranked for the keyword phrases that matter? Yeah. And I think that's, and do you under, do you know what are the keyword phrases that matter? Right. That's the other big question is like, I want to be number one for this. Oh, okay. Well, where does it tie into? Is it a landing page? And then what is your conversion rate on that? Well, we have no idea. Okay. Well then let's figure that out. Yeah, and, and a great way to figure it out, and a lot of people aren't receptive to this, um, but uh, if, if you really, at the end of the day, want to find out what keywords work and what don't, run it in AdWords. So I can get you on page one in the top three in 48 hours by building a good AdWords campaign. And if you get no business from that, like I, I've got a buddy that, that runs an online store and called me and said, and said, Kev, I want to switch to search engine optimization. I want to hire you guys because I've been in AdWords for two years 
and have never gotten any business from it. I go, why do you want well, SEO? You're just going to get more of no business. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to take longer. Right. You just got to figure <laughs> out why, like what it is. If you're on page one for a keyword phrase and it's not generating any business and it's going to the right landing page and it's relevant and stuff's not broken, that's not a good keyword phrase for you. Yeah. AdWords lets you try everything almost instantly. Yeah. And see if it works. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, I love the fact that it's like, it's, you know, your PPC is not working and getting on there organically, you can do it, but it's not going to change the result. Like it's, you know, I mean, it's like, yeah, you're not paying per click, but you're going to pay to get there through SEO work that's going to happen. And then, you know, it's really comes down to the conversion and, and are you going after the right keywords, which is most people's problems. They don't know the keywords and, and that's understandable. That's why we have agencies that can help people with that. But it's, I just think that's a, that's one of the big issues is expectation and, and you know, what do you expect the outcome to be? I agree. Yeah. Well, Awesome. Man, this has been fun, Kevin. I'll tell you, you're, you're a wealth of knowledge and, and congratulations on your guys' success. And we jump into what I call the fun section. Not that this wasn't fun because I'm going to have a great time, my friend. Um, but this is where we kind of ask you some of the, the big questions. Um, and this is, this is a big one. So I'm, I'm, I know this is the Monday. We're doing, we're doing this interview and I think you're going to be ready for this. But if you could talk to 25-year-old Kevin, right? And I, I don't know how long ago that was, but let's just, you know, let's just say a few long years ago, whatever it was. 25 years, man. <laughs> that's that's it. I hear you. I, we're, we're we're sneaking up into those the older years. We've we've made it so far. But what would you tell twenty five year old Kevin? I always joke around about Kevin one What would Kevin two which is you today, tell Kevin one What would be the thing that you would tell? Well, jokingly, I would say buy Fang, right? Because then I'd be you know <laughs> rich. Um, yeah. So, um, but I think I would say when I when I got out of grad school, I legitimately thought that I didn't have to learn anymore. That I'd already done all my learning. Um, and so I would just say, you know, read everything you can, um, on a subject that's, that's fun. Um, yeah. and you know, because constantly learning new things, I think is, you know, is essential to any business, even if it doesn't apply. Like I read about quantum theory. It doesn't, you know, it's, it doesn't directly relate to marketing because I don't feel like reading about SEO every single day. So I read yeah. about like health and fitness. And just, I just like to learn about, you know, I'm, I'm reading about cryptocurrency right now because I don't get it and it bugs me that I don't get it. So I want to learn as much as I can about it. Right. So, um, it just, that makes, that makes yeah. two of us cryptocurrency. I'll tell you, I, I've, I've had friends for years. Hey, you got to jump into this. And I've read a lot on it and I still don't get it. I'll just be honest with you. I have plenty of friends that jumped in. Or, oh, you can do this. You can do that. I just still, there's just a disconnect for me. Like I, and I've read so much on it. I just feel like there's, there's something that I'm missing And any time I'm not going to invest or put money into something that I just can't fully wrap my head around, you know? And I guess I think early on, some of the people that were pitching me were people that I knew that were like a big affiliate people. So yeah, then I was yeah, like, yeah, Oh, you know, yeah. so I was like, ah, oh, maybe it's a little shady. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not really going to jump into that. And of course the ups and downs of it, but yeah, I'm with you on the cryptocurrency thing. I, I if somebody can explain that to us and in, in layman's terms, and maybe you just have to talk slower for me or something, I don't know, but I just like, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of a crazy little deal. So what would be, honestly, I know you talked about this a little earlier about your, the three think and grow rich book, which is like an instant staple. Like if anybody is listening to this, hasn't, you know, read that book, the think and grow rich, you have to go do that. I actually listen to it once a year again, yeah, yeah. Um, because I think it's that important. I think it's just the way they, you know, just the concepts are just, it's, they're evergreen. Like it's crazy. It was written how many, I don't know, 
80 years ago, 90 or whatever it was. It was a long time ago. Um, what are some of your other favorite books out there that you, that you like? So, um, you know, one of my, I read Cashflow Quadrant by Kiyosaki, which is a real estate book. And that actually mm. got me to develop our SEO model, which sounds kind of weird. Um, I, I just finished um, 10% Happier, which is a great um, meditation book. I read that. Yeah, yeah. That was a great where you had the panic attack on. Yeah, yeah. that was a great book. I, I read cool. that and was like, wow. Because I've, I've always wanted, I love the idea of yoga and you know do that and i guys don't know and then when he started talking he's like me i was like i'm real skeptical and i just don't know if i'll be able to focus and yeah that was a great book i I was i was definitely recommended um yeah it's uh like the like tribe of mentors by tim ferris so so back to the the 10 happier thing so i listen to tim ferris all the time because i i I love listening to him and if he he breaks down like top performers and what what how they got to where they where they are right and like 95 percent of them meditate all across the board like you name like a, a super famous super successful person and almost every single one of them meditates in some different form right so that's why i started you know reading about that because I, and i still i i can't sit still for five minutes but <laughs> so See, that's, that's me man i've got that same disease yeah. but that's why i was that's why i was intrigued by it because i'm like i feel like my thing for meditation is like i'll like i'll do like long walks or go to right bike ride a bike which is a yeah. little it's not a meditation but it's my way to like kind of unravel the crazy things that go on in my head because you and i are very much the same i have a partner that's a process person and I'm the crazy idea guy. Like I buy you a dollar for every idea. We, I could just retire. Cause it's like, Oh, I've got this thing. And they're kind of, everybody's like, Oh, here goes Shane with his ideas. You know, we're going to have to implement this or tell him that's a terrible idea. My wife has to deal with the same thing. I'm like, Hey, we're going to buy land in Mexico. And she, and then 24 hours later, she's like, we're not buying land in Mexico. And I'm like, okay. Sounds good. Let's not do that. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for talking me off the ledge. I love you. I'm going to yeah. go back in and do this. You know, it's kind of like that. Yeah. So I get it. So you're very, your person, you're very much like me, which is, which is interesting. So you talked about what you talked about Tim Ferriss. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss. If you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, um, I think Tim would probably be at that table. I, I, yeah, I would venture to say yeah. that he would probably be there. What are the what would be the other two or three people that you would have at that table? All right. So Richard Branson, uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I love Richard Branson, um, and then honestly Arnold Schwarzenegger. I would love to meet and talk with. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Break that one down for me. So why Arnold? Because I'm, I mean, I'm in California and I do like Arnold. I think he's, I think he's phenomenal. The success that he's had and being the governor and all kinds of stuff, it's breaking barriers, but why Arnold? What, what's, what intrigues you about him? So look at all the things that he did, right? So he, he comes to the U S with no money. He builds, he, he starts a, uh, he's bodybuilding, right? But he, he yeah. starts a, a masonry business and becomes a millionaire off of the masonry business. I don't know if I knew that. He he wins Mr. Olympia like seven times and then somewhat, and then it jumps out of it for a couple of years. And someone says, you'd never be able to do it now. And then he came back and said, I I, I can still do it. And he came back and he won it again. Then he married a Kennedy. Then he becomes a a governor, right? It's just like, like, uh, like the things that he has set his mind to and has, and has done have been just unbelievably fascinating to me. I just I didn't know his I didn't know his masonry. I had no idea about that. So everything else I I definitely knew because I'm in California when he became the governor. I was like, 
Okay, there we go. I mean, Arnold's yeah, jumping up. Look. I mean, you know, I guess Ronald Reagan's kind of the same thing. I mean, in regards to like, you know, was an actor and all that kind of stuff and then jumped into into politics. And there's other people that we probably don't need to mention right now because that's a whole nother conversation, right, <laughs> Mr. Trump? Mm -hmm. Anyway, Sam, that's a whole nother conversation. But um, well, cool, man. Hey, this is Kevin. I knew this was going to be funny. You have a, you and I have a lot more in common than I ever thought. Um, this yeah, is why I like too, to have man. these kind of podcasts. It's kind of kind of cool. And if anybody needs to get in contact with you and learn more about your agency, any kind of fun stuff like that, where can they where can they go? So they can go to um, I always forget my business card. Right. Short attention span. So I bought I just met Kevin dot com or you can Google <laughs> I just met Kevin. Um, or you can go to Green Banana SEO. That is that is awesome. And I actually did put in, I just met Kevin and it actually goes to your website. I love that. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, let me see what he's got here. I was like, it moves to his website. That's probably a good move because you forget the business cards and you said, hey, I just met Kevin, easy to remember. And then it goes to the website. So I, I love that. I love how you forwarded that. Yeah. That's classic. Well, hey, Kevin, once again, man, it, awesome having you on the podcast today. Um, have a great rest of your day, and I'm sure we're going to be keeping in contact. We'll talk here soon. Thanks, man. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Absolutely. Talk soon. Have a good one. Take care. Thanks, Kevin. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. From quantum theory to Google Analytics, our conversation was a lot of fun. Until next time, I do. Before I sign off, I wanted to remind our listeners that my team and I can help you grow your online presence through SEO and PPC marketing services. Get in touch with us now. Stay tuned to Shane Barker's Marketing Growth Podcast.